You're listening to the Monica Cade Podcast, a conscious approach to all things health and lifestyle, empowering you to be your best self in each moment. Because the truth is, that's all we ever have. From conscious lifestyle tips that'll help you make better choices in all areas of your life, through to interviews with game-changing entrepreneurs, creative minds, and thought leaders. These conversations move me. They're changing the world, and I hope they impact yours. So, without further ado, let's dive into this week's conversation. Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of the Monica Cade podcast. Today, I'm joined by Amir Zogi, who is a coach, a speaker, and an aerobatic pilot. Now, some of you might be familiar with him as he and I did a podcast series last year called Mind Over Matter. So you may have listened to that, or maybe you're new to the conversation, or maybe you're part of his community, but wherever you're coming from, I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. We're going to have a chat about his latest project, if you can even really call it a project, but he's calling it the love experiment. And the question that comes with it is, is love free? So before we dive into that chat, I'd like to welcome him to the conversation. Hello, Amir. Hi, Monica. Thanks for having me. I thought before we dive into the love experiment, I wanted to give our listeners a bit of context and maybe you can share a bit about, you know, you're a speaker and you're a coach, but how do you support people through this? Well, you know, first of all, my speaking and coaching is not for everyone. It's uh, if if someone's looking for a quick fix, um, you know, step-by-step thing to do to create success or an outcome or result that's not what my work is about so immediately it's not for everyone um what my work is all about is is about yourself and your process and i've i believe that if you bring your attention on your process that's taking place in this moment rather than trying to avoid what's going on in this moment and trying to create an, uh, an outcome or result that's going to take you away so you don't have to feel what's going on right now um, you know that that see that's what my work is about is about, it's about that process of what's going on for you right now. Now, if you can be here and resolve what's going on right now and be with your process, it's amazing what happens with the outcome and result. You know, the outcome result really, um, you know, people call it miracles, magic, effortless experience, effortless power. Things just start to happen for you. You know, when you notice someone when they're just you know, whatever they touch turns into gold. They just, they seem to be, you know, I, I know when I sometimes run, and, you know, I'm not a big runner. So <laughs> when I run, it feels like a little bit effortful and I see someone walk, just run straight past me and they're just like every step is so big and just big strides and and he's not even breathing or sweating hard. I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> you know, so, so in life that kind of happens for some people where you just like notice someone just, just goes straight past you and they're just, Without effort, and here you are, blood, sweat, and tears, and it's just not happening. Um, and that's the thing. It's it's uh, you know, if you can bring your awareness and, and focus on your process, the outcome and results take care of themselves. But then you've got other people who are so focused on the outcome and result, entirely on the outcome and result, they're missing out on the process, and the process is where the power is at. You know, so trying to focus on the outcome and results entirely, which is another way of thinking, another school of thinking, if you like. You know, there's a lot of programs about how you can, you know, just focus on getting a better life and driving that Lamborghini and what do you want and, you know, 
you know, you're missing out on the process. You're missing out on what's going on. So, um, yeah, that's that's how my work is different. It's 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 around the process and uh, it's it's around yourself. It's about you know being who you truly are and uh, you know empowering yourself and freeing yourself from all those limiting thoughts that that think that you need to achieve all these outcome results, all these goals that majority are, aren't all yours. They're what society told you you should have by now and what you if you if you do this, if you look this way, if you say this, if you if you own this, if you live here, then you will be happy. Mm. And I mean, people are starting to realize that's not the truth. Mm. I guess I what I wanted to say was that your your programs and everything that you speak on, it's not something that you've gone and and done some programs around. It's not something that, you know, you've gone and taught yourself as such. So how did what you're sharing with your audiences, where did that come from? Um, For me, it really started with my mother. Um, My mother's the one who kind of got this ball rolling for me. When I was a young kid, I just wanted to become successful and rich. And my mum used to tell me, well, you know, money's not going to make you uh, happy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, mum. So I went and, uh, you know, became successful, if you like, in my own little lunchbox, you know, um, you know, and, uh, then I realized what she was saying and realized, no, there's, there's more to life than just earning the next million dollars. So, um, so my mum kicked it off for me, but, uh, it's not, it's not something that I've gone and I mean, sure, I may have read a book here or there and, and, and got insights out of it, you know, um, some profound books that really stood out for me were Eckhart Tolle's, you know, The Power of Now and A New Earth. It's probably probably the only two books I've ever read from start to end, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and uh, But, no, it, it's not necessarily, you know, it, you know, my mum my taught me or co- coached me or mentored me, if you like, um, in, into going within the answer you're looking for is is within and that's what I do with people I, I help people to go and find what they're looking for within themselves and uh, and and then bring that out that's the that's the art you know it's being able to find this connect with what you have you know it's with what with, with what's already there to be honest and the art is being able to bring that out in in your doings in your in your expressions, in your, in your havings, you know, it's, it's, it's being able to bring that out and that's, that's the power. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, for me, this whole work is about being going back and reflecting within myself and, uh, knowing who I am and, you know, ultimately why I'm really here. Yeah. I'm sure many people can relate to that question. I know why am I really here and what is it that I really love? So then tell me about the love experiment. What is it and how did this come about? What is it? I'm not exactly sure because I, to be honest with you, I'm making it up as I go along. I'm putting it together as it's happening. It's very raw. I can tell you what what, what I but I do know about it. it. It is very raw. It's very real. Um, for me, you know, I've, I, you know, it's an opportunity for me to teach by, by experience. You know, a lot of my teachings, I'm talking about it and giving people, sure, an experience. They, they're feeling what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But this is, you know, this is an opportunity for people to follow what I do and, and uh, show them rather than tell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it, it, that is the greatest opportunity. Um, it's also an opportunity for me to create a movement where people can, you know, you know, 
discuss that topic of, of what they love or what love is and, you know, what they're meant to do with it, you know, uh, and is it free, you know, or is there no such thing as a free lunch, as they say? You know, I've been in this industry and speaking for, you know, over 18 years, thereabouts. And uh, throughout my journey, I've always had people challenge me in two different ways. There's this two school of thoughts. And uh, when I first started uh, speaking, um, well, over 18 years ago, I did it for, you know, pay what you feel, you know. And that kind of took off. And people, you know, I remember doing this weekend program back in the day. It was called the Quest for Truth, which is now called the WTF Experience, the Wisdom, Truth, and Freedom Experience. And I would do this program and it was over a weekend and people would go, it was kind of, it was free to enter, you know, you can pay what you feel at the end. So people would come into this program and they would do the whole Saturday. They would come back on the Sunday and they would say, I was never going to come back on Sunday. You know, I, I've, I've had, I canceled what I had on. I was just going to come see what you had to say. And uh, it was quite profound to see people being intrigued by it and going and actually following through and doing the whole program without having to pay for it. Mm. Of course, at the end, they paid what they felt and, you know, that contributed to some of my costs. But the point is this, I had a large, you know, what would you call it, uh, market or people. I would have a big group of people who would, you know, get in contact with me or somehow we got in contact, you know, whether it was Facebook or emails and, and they say, really, I'm, I'm really intrigued by your videos online. I've been watching you. And, and, and they said to me, but I won't be coming to your program because, of course, I would say, well, come to the program. You, you're going to love it. You know, if that's what you're getting out of me online, you're really going to enjoy the program and I'm in your city. Come, in, come to the program. And they said, no, I don't think the program's for me. Um, and I said, why not? And they say, well, you're doing it for free. Like it's just, you know, it's, it's like, well, what's the catch? You know, if you're doing it for free, what's the catch? And, and do you really know, know your work? Because, like, do you really value yourself? because why would you do it for free? It just doesn't make sense and I don't really feel feel to come. So I would lose out on these people. Well, maybe they would lose out, but <laughs> but these people would lose out in coming doing this program because they had this blockage around, well, why is he doing it for free? Mm. So anyway, as I continue my journey, you know, um, you know, nowadays none of my programs are for free they're pretty high premium programs, you know. So as I continue my, to get to the point, I charge now for all my programs. There is no such thing as pay what you feel. You know, the minimum is like, you know, when people do a 12-month coaching program, it's like an average $5,500 for 12 months. Then I would have these people contact me and say, your message is about love. Your message is about transformation. Your message is about helping people. How could you charge for that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't win. And, um, and, and that's what I realized there's these two school of thoughts, you know, you know, if it's about love, it's about if it's about helping, it's if it's about giving and sharing, and if it's going to really help someone's life, why would you charge? Mm. Why don't you keep that for free? And, uh, and but on the other side, people would be like, well, you need to value yourself, and, and and of course, you know, these are all within my teachings, right? Yeah. You know, you do need, you know, love does value yourself. One of my favorite quotes I heard from uh, I forget what the book is called, but the movie was called The Perks of Being a Wallflower, oh, yeah. and. Uh, Yep, and it, it's one of my favorite quotes. And it says in that movie, they say, "You accept the love you think you deserve," and it's just really hit home for me. So, yeah, you know, I I, I really believe in valuing yourself and what what you got to share. Um, and I I also do believe that 
you, you know, I want to be able to give something without any expectation, no strings attached. Mm-hmm. So that's what brought me to this idea. Well, how about I try, uh, how about I start an experiment called the love experiment is love free, right? And, and I'm not there to give the answer to anyone. I'm there to actually share my process. So to kick things off, I decided to give away the very program that people pay over five and a half thousand dollars for. It's just so you know, uh, that program predominantly brings over 80% of my turnover. It's a program that I do online and, and it really does fund in the story. I like to say in the story because that, that's not true in, in truth, but in the story, it funds my my lifestyle, my aircraft, my you think my aircraft business would fund my aircraft business, but you know, that that can change. <laughs> but you know, my family, I have two kids and you know how, how we live, where we live, our options. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, you know, at first that really put me outside of my comfort zone, but I just knew I had to do it. That I needed to take the first step. This is about being the example rather than telling people how to do this. So I was like, I knew that if I gave that program away, my revenue is going to drop by 80%. But I know in the back of my mind, in my heart, I know things still work out. It just does. I just believe that. I know that. It's my daily experience. And that's why I created this love experiment, to document what's actually going on for me. So I've initiated this by giving away the, uh, the program that brings over 80% of my revenue and um, no strings attached. There's, and, of course, there's people going, yeah. what's he really up to? And I'm like, I don't know what he is up to because people go, what are you really up to? I, go, I don't even know what I'm up to. I don't even know what this love, I don't even know where this love experiment is going. Like, but I'm willing to go there. I'm willing to go where it takes me. That's the thing. And I'm willing to show people and open people, hey, I could lose all my money and go bust. Well, that would be the experiment. And you would learn something about valuing yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to go where it goes. That's the point. And uh, so people would say, they say, what are you really up to? I'm like, I, I don't know. But, but they think, well, hang on, there's a catch. You, you, you know what you're doing. You, this is going somewhere. Like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm being an example of what I teach. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. And to be honest, I don't know where that's going. Uh, for me, I'm comfortable in the uncertainty. For me, infinite possibilities, when you're using your possibilities, that's infinite right? You are in a sense of uncertainty because infinite possible means, means all things are possible, right? So I could, I could fail, I could win, I could, who cares, mm. you know? So that's what this love experiment is about. Is It's about to, you know, to bring that question, to be an example of that and show, bring the cameras in. So I do a weekly documentary where I'm just showing you what's going on, exactly what, and what my process is. It's very real. I'm not, I don't, sugarcoat it i just tell it as it is and we just launched our first episode last week and i don't even know what's happening with those episodes it's just it's it's about being in the unplanned it's about being in the process it's about not placing my attention on the outcome and result it's about being an example of exactly what i teach Mm. so uh, you know what better way to do that than actually just doing it you know showing people rather than telling people and because i do know you and i've been around your work and I've also worked with you over the years I have also noticed that this is something it's not something new I've seen you do this before you know not everything that you do has a certain outcome in mind you simply follow the feeling and your work is all about teaching people or encouraging them to 
follow their feeling. And this is such a beautiful example of that, you know, even as someone who's been around the work for quite a while, it's such a different experience. Whereas I've seen aspects of you, you know, when you've developed different projects and and you're just doing things as they come along and the moment you feel something, you go ahead and do it. You don't question it. There's, There's no question about it. And this, I feel, is like the next level of that, you know. It's like we're seeing it unfold real time almost in a way. Yeah. And I think that's that's the most, it's such a beautiful gift, one for us who have been on the journey with you, but then also for new people that are now listening to this or watching this or watching your journey, but then are also considering giant, joining up to the program. It's like, aside from what you've got in this program already, they're getting this real-time unfolding of this is exactly what you do. You know, you're not just yeah. teaching one thing and then doing something else. It's exactly it. So I think, like, they go so beautifully together. Yeah, they do. They weave into each other. They go hand in hand. And, and uh, look, I, that's one of the things that, you know, people who have worked with me like yourself and um, like some of the other guys who actually do work with me, they, they, they see me do this. They see me, you know, go on a whim and just, you know, make a decision in the moment purely because of a feeling. And, and in that decision, it's leading me in the story to uncertainty. You're like, well, why would you do that? Because there's all this happening here. It's like, because that's what I feel to do. And if I continue to stay here with all that's happening, because it's going to give me safety and security, then I'm going to be unhappy right usually you want safety and security because it's going to give you it's going to give you happiness so why would you want to stay with the safety and security if it's going to give you unhappiness so i'm willing to go and follow the feeling where where, where it takes me next and uh, uh then i'm free then I, I feel safety and security within the uncertainty right mm-hmm. and then another safety or security gets built so um like gets formed in the story but that's not your true safety and security the the true safety and security comes from the feeling not from what's unfolding in the story so you know people who have worked with me have seen this day in day out and they've seen how i live and 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 uh, i just thought what a great opportunity to actually document it to actually bring people into you know a seat next to me you know mm-hmm. take a take a view of what's really going on and you know, some people, you're right, some people will actually do the, the programs that I offer because now I've made it accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's not, that's not for everyone. Like yeah. I said at the very beginning, my programs aren't for everyone. I know that. I'm not trying to make it for everyone. It's just for the ones who feel compelled to do it. Mm-hmm. But some people will just follow the story and go, well, I'm interested to see what happens. He just gave away his money, well, the opportunity to, to, to make that money. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see what's going on. I want to, and, and they're just in, interested in, in, in what's happening in my in my life, what's right. happening in my business. You know, some business people might want to go, hmm, you know, so yeah. and, and just observe the documentary and, you know, and some people will do both. You know, the, the opportunity is there for people to, to be able to be participate in the experience, in the love experience, in what level they want. They can just participate by observing what's going on. They can participate by getting involved with me and actually doing some of my programs. Um, and some people might participate at a deeper level, of a greater level of actually creating a movement about love because mm. that's what ultimately this is what, what this is about. But I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. This is And this is the whole point. I'm looking to create a movement about love, right, and I started it by calling it the love experience 
and I got things going by doing what I feel I could do right there at my feet. And, you know, maybe that will inspire other people to do something in the world, to do something in their community, to do something in their family. I don't know. But completely out of, out of love, without an agenda, no strings attached, just give, mm. right? Maybe. Maybe that will kick things off. I'm not sure. I know already um, a couple of people, a few people, because what we did is we, we created the opportunity where people could pay what they feel. Right, because why? You know, I'm a big believer that I've had people say, "Hey, you know, I I don't want to do your program because I believe in fair exchange, and for me, fair exchange is to provide you know money to towards what you're doing." Mm. So I had people say emailing me there, saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe you made OMG accessible. I'm so like I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative, and I really want to do it, but I've got this huge." blockage and i don't believe i believe in fair exchange yeah so then i realized i was like well we need to put pay what you feel now again no strings attached i'm not no expectations it's but if someone wanted to pay what they felt for the program they can don't take that away and you know what we do with that we put it towards trying to support other people who can't afford other things that i may do maybe like because i do retreats right Mm -hmm. um And the retreat, there is a physical cost because there's accommodation, there's food, there's meals, all that kind of stuff. So there is actually, but to be able to give back to someone who can't do the retreat. So mm. that's inspired me to go, okay, well, when, people, when someone pays what they feel, we can put it in a kitty and be able to support someone who may not be able to do a retreat. So, and, and again, that's still unknown. It's still very uncertain for me. I'm talking very raw there. I'm not even sure. But um, yeah, I've gone on a tangent. No, but that's, that's okay. I. So I wanted to ask, because you are documenting this and you've got uh, on your website, you've released the first episode where you talk about releasing this and you mention in this that you felt this feeling six months ago and you wanted to do this and it started taking up space. And I wanted to know more about your process around that. Like, why did you hold on to that feeling for so long? And was it an example of... I'm kind of diving into some of your work where you talk about, you know, there are sometimes there's a feeling that it kind of, I call it like an incubation process, but you've spoken about it in terms of like baking a cake, you know, sometimes it's not ready just yet. What was your actual personal experience with that feeling? That's a good question, you know, because yeah, you're right. Six months ago, I had that feeling to just just give a, just have it completely accessible the whole omg program right mm-hmm. and just go just just make it accessible now usually when i have a feeling i follow it immediately like i just you know my incubation period is very small all right because i just know how to follow the feeling but this time it was very challenging to follow the feeling i mean one i had people who are relying on that because I had people who are trained to become my coaches and mentors and they run those programs and I was splitting a 50% profit with them, you know, to Mm. be open about it. So if I was to give that program away for free, I mean, sure, they they would no longer be involved with it because, Mm. you know, I will have to do that part myself, which I am. Um, But the program changes because no one's paying them. So they're off, right? So I knew that it was going to, affect them but that wouldn't that doesn't stop me because if i follow the feeling just because the story says you've got a couple of hurdles and maybe someone would judge you or maybe you know you might fall short that stuff doesn't stop me i still follow the feeling what stopped me was i had a big 
you know, around my teachings, I talk about, you know, the whole you accept the love you think you deserve, right? So for me, it was, it was if I gave this away for free, someone doesn't value it. So, um, and, and, you know, like, you know, five, six, seven years ago, I stopped speaking, right? And one of the reasons I felt to stop speaking, I guess, when I first originally felt it, there was no reason, but as I became more clear, I became more apparent that, you know, I'm kind of bored of, you know, speaking to people who this is not really for, you know, you, you know, I'm, I was getting off stage and people would come up to me and go, oh, I get what you're saying because this and because that and, um, and that. And then I was like, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. And, and they're like, yeah, but I can't really do that because I don't have any money. I can't really do that because I don't have the right experience. And I was just like, you don't get it. Like, you're not listening. It has nothing to do with that. Like, so it really, it really frustrated me. And, you know, so, you know, six, seven years ago, I started speaking and I was traveling and speaking in a different city every week, every week, I was about to say month, every week I was, I was starting uh, speaking in a different city. And I just went, you know what? I'm just, I'm done with speaking. I'm done with coaching. I'm just going to go and live my life. You know, I don't need to speak. I don't need to coach. Yeah, in the story, I was making money from it and good money from it. But I was just like, it's just going to change, right? So I decided to go become a pilot. I decided to go fulfill a life, a childhood dream of becoming a pilot. And I became a pilot, got my commercial license, bought an aviation company and uh, became a commercial pilot. And now that's one of the things I do. So... Where was I going with that? Just bring me back. Bring me back. Where was I? Was asking about your process and the feeling when it first yeah. arrived. Yes. So, anyway, look when I, you know, when I when I felt that, I was just like, but you can't just give this away. You're going to get all those people who were coming to the program. It's not for them. They don't really get what I'm saying. And they don't, when you don't value it, you can't live it. If you don't value this, you can't live it. So, and that's part of my teaching. So if I was to give this away for free, it conflicts with my teachings. That was my huge hurdle. It took me six months to go, well, who, who am I to decide that they would value it or not? Mm. Who am I to decide their process, you know? Yeah. I, I know that, you know, when it comes to love, you pay somehow an experience for you to know what love is. Maybe you need to know what it feels like to be hurt by love. Maybe you need to know what it feels like to be rejected by love for you to value what love is, right? So people pay, whether they're paying financially or paying through an experience of realizing what love is. And I'm a big believer of that. But who the hell am I to decide what their process should be? Right. That's what realization I had. S- took me six months to go, well, I don't want to control that. I want to give up that control. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's up to them. I can't put a price on this. Right. I've been putting a price on it for, you know, 15 years. I can't put a price on it. I'm just going to take it all away, right? It's their process. It's the individual who comes in and, and watches this experience or comes in and attends my programs. It's their process. And everyone's process is different. Mm. If they didn't value it, that's their process. 
Why am I trying to control that? Yeah. If they did value it, great. That's also their process. And I'm very pleased for them. Mm. So that that was my process. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice illustration of how, you know, you, you often say this, how when we follow what's true for ourselves, we then allow for others to experience what's true for them, you know. Mm. And I think that's so powerful because I know in my life plenty of times, like when I first heard that, I think, was after one of your retreats or something like that that's something that's always stuck for me and in the more challenging times you know where I often reflect back on that you know when there's a situation where I might be concerned about how the other person is going to feel that's something Mm -hmm. that helps bring me back to here and remember that there's there's value in that experience for them or else it wouldn't be presented for me to make that choice to begin with so I feel like, yeah, everything, you know, this whole experience for you is setting off so many multiple experiences for, you know, the people you know about and then also the people you don't know about too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, really yeah. profound. I, I know that's the power for me is just to let go of the control of where this could go or, or could not go. Like mm-hmm. I just don't want to have control over that. You know, for me... The power of this work is about it being pure and not being influenced. And, you know, one of the things I've realised very recently is I don't even want to influence how I package this or present this to people. You know, it's, you know, when I say packaging, I mean marketing it or, you know, it, I just want to just just let it be there, you know, yeah. and uh, that's uh, very freeing for me to be able to do that. So tell me then what's... You released it on the 1st of May, I believe. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. May 1. Yeah. So. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to release it on May 4th, you know, the whole Star Wars, May oh, the 4th. Right. <laughs> but we just were ready on May 1 and we just, yeah. it was go time. So. so then, so it's now May 6th and tell me what's been the experience so far. What's, maybe first tell me about what's, what are you hearing from your community or from people around you? first off uh you know you know some of the things that i said to you before you know you you know there were some people you know going well what's the catch Mm -hmm. um and you know you know what's he really up to here and i'll be like well you know some people will go well this is what he's really up to and i'm I'm like well i'm glad you know because i don't (laughs) but you know good um and and but mostly it's been very warm you know, it's, you know, and even the people who are like, what's the catch? You know, a lot of them were people in my, in the current programs, you know. Um, so they would catch themselves thinking that and, and bring themselves back to the process or the, the moment and go, well, you know, I think that's my stuff uh, that yeah. I'm actually projecting onto him and which is cool. But the people who uh, are not part of my programs, I don't know what they're thinking. I haven't heard. In fact, I have a meeting after this session it's you know it's been six days for for me to actually catch up with my team and my team are going to about to tell me mm. what's happened in the last seven yeah. days. I have not been monitoring it. What's been happening? I've no idea how many people have actually gone and registered to my OMG programs. How many people have actually watched? You know my 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 first episode. I mean, it could be twenty. I've got. I have not been monitoring it. I don't care to monitor it. So um, I'm about to find that out because my team will, will, will tell me. But um, 
Yeah, but the over, over, overly, the, the overwhelming word I was looking for, response has been, it's just been creating a kind of a chain reaction. Like there's been, like one lady came back and said, look, I'm just really moved by what you're doing. I want to put $2,000 towards someone who can't afford to come to your retreat, mm. you know. The retreat is, you know, a $5,000 program. So um, it's a whole week. It's, you know, it's it's the it's me in person so it's you know and I was like okay so now we're looking for someone who's not looking for a two thousand dollar discount but someone who's struggling to get there maybe they got to fly there maybe because we get people from all around the world who come to the retreat um so things like that you know um some people have gone look you know I've, I've been I've been currently paying you know, to be part of your OMG program. I've been paying $550 a month. And since you've offered to, um, to you know, to pay what you feel, I'm no longer going no to pay because I feel not to pay. I'm like, great. I've had people go, I just, I've been paying $550. I just want to continue paying because I, I feel to pay for it. So I'm just going to continue with it. I'm like, it's your choice. Mm. I've had people who, you know, have gone, well, I want to pay less or I want to pay more. It's just, and it's very, that's only the last six days, but mm. it, it, it's their process. What It's what they would like to do. Yeah. Uh, my process is what's happening for me. You know, mm. don't, I don't confuse the thing. It's not, I'm not relying on anybody contributing to pay for me to continue to live my lifestyle because my lifestyle and my freedom has nothing to do with my business you may think it does. It looks like it does. You could swear to God that it does. <laughs> but you look at the moon at night and you could swear that it's so bright. And why the ocean at nighttime is lit up is because the moon is so bright, but it's not. It just appears to be that way. It's fooled you, all right, because the moon is in complete darkness. There's no power in the moon. It's actually the sun that it's shining its light that's reflecting of the moon that is lighting up the whole ocean at night time. You see, that's what it is. It appears that my business is, is supporting me. It appears. It's an appearance. That's not the truth. So for me, I'm not relying on anyone. I'm not relying on, you know, the people who are part of the program. Um, I am, you know, I have no expectation on them. Um, and that's, it's, that's, that's my process. Is there one particular thing that you're willing to share that you've experienced in the last six days from the moment that you've released it? Like is there a particular insight that stands out to you? You know, I, I've got so many insights in the last six days and insights that I'm aware of that don't surprise me. Yeah. But where this has taken me in the last six days has been very, very profound. I didn't... I recorded an episode yesterday, which which happens to be episode number four. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've done four episodes already. We just released the first episode, and it really took me somewhere. Really, you know, like I, I was very raw, mm. very 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 raw in this episode. And um, you know, rather than tell you where it's taken me, I'd rather you see it for yourself. So, um, yeah, call that a teaser, call it whatever, but watch episode four and that that the answer to your question there monica will will be in that you will feel it you'll go oh okay 
um, really feel where he's at. So, yeah, I think that's the best place to get the answer to that question. Watch yeah. episode four. Okay. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> Actually, it's interesting. It reminds me, like, just then what you shared and then also <clears throat> I think a couple of things I watched on Instagram and then also the first episode it reminds me of something you recorded, gosh, it was years, years ago when I first kind of met you. And mm-hmm. you, I, you might remember more than me because I don't want to like change the story, but I think you were in America at the time and you spent a week by yourself or something and you went through some sort of experience, but it was, you were very raw at that time. And seeing this again, it was like, oh, it brought, reminded me of that. And I felt like this is the second time where I've seen, like mm. I've really seen you in all the rawness and the vulnerability. And, and yeah, so it reminded me of that time, but seeing it again for the first time in like however many years. And it was just really, Wow, not really the word, but I guess inspiring, you know, just to see it as well and also be part of sharing that and observing the journey for you too. Like it's as mm. someone watching, it's very, very cool. Yeah, and that's the exciting thing for this, about this for me, is yeah. that, you know, you know, I recently started doing talks because I only recently, it's been like just over a year since I've come back to coaching and speaking, right? Mm. And uh, some of my team, you know, who part of, who part of my team, um, team members would say to me, yeah, you know, I, cause I would do all new content, you know, uh-huh. cause the content that I did was like, so, so seven years ago. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm in a different place. I'm in a, I'm in a new place. Like I'm, I'm in a different place. So I want to deliver the content again. Right. So I would re-deliver the content and my team were like, mm, that ain't it. and I'm like, what are you serious? <laughs> like, they're like it's, it's just, it's just, I mean, like the, the stuff that you did seven years ago, you could feel that more. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So we did, got another recording studio. I was going like, okay, so they want, they, I need, they need to feel it more. Like, okay, cool, okay. And I'm like, passionate. I'm putting everything into it. I'm putting all my feeling into it. I'm like, <laughs> nailed that. Like, oh, God, that, that's, that, was, that was it. Like, then I have a meeting with them and they're like, they've all watched it and they're like, yeah, I'm sorry. That's not, we're not getting the same vibe. And I'm just like, and I, and it, I, did, I had to ponder and reflect on that because that was weird. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in a more powerful place than I was seven years ago. Mm. How can the content not be as powerful as what I delivered seven years ago? And I realized I was just, I'm so comfortable now. You know, it's, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm too comfortable. You know, I'm comfortable in my lifestyle. I'm comfortable in my, in my, in myself. You know, I'm a dad now. I've got a dad bod. I'm comfortable in my dad bod. <laughs> you know, like I, there's just, you know, and seven years ago, it's not that I wasn't, a, I wasn't comfortable. I probably was. I was, I was on a mission. I was, I was, I was outside of my comfort zone. And for me, you know, life is experienced when you're outside of your comfort zone. And don't get me wrong. It's not like the comfort zone is bad. Like it's just, it's just you're comfortable, you know? So you're not on a mission, right? So this love experiment is, is put me outside of my comfort zone. Like you'll see when I, you see, watch the episode, you can see I'm actually saying I'm really uncomfortable about what I'm about to do. Mm. So it's, it's taking me back to that place where, you know, it's like what, what, because sometimes when you're comfortable, it's like 
you got money coming in, you know, life, life, lifestyle, you're just comfortable in who you are, you're, you don't have all these emotional reactions like you, like you just, and I, I don't know how to explain that. It's just, it's, 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 you know, this is the biggest thing that I've got from the love experiment so far. It's taken me out of my comfort zone completely. For someone who's completely comfortable, now to go outside your comfort zone, well, you, I've got to be doing something very big to be able to get outside of my comfort zone again. And and even though I don't know what that big is yet, mm. I'm 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 doing big things to 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 realize what it is. I'm just I'm out there. I'm putting myself out there. Mm. That's awesome. And. Our time is pretty much coming to an end. So I will wrap it up there, but I thank you so much for sharing all that information. And if people are interested in learning more about your OMG program, would you like them just to visit amirzogi.com? That's probably the best thing to do. It's yeah. just goes, the, I'm sure all the information is on the website. Yeah. And I'll put the link in the show notes for all the listeners as well. So, and be sure to follow Amir at Amir Zogi on Instagram as well. You can find lots of his awesome con- content up there too. Thanks, right. Monica. That's okay. Thanks for talking to me. Pleasure.